musicians while we remain standing for the reading of the weight. Amen. Hebrews, the chapter will be chapter 5. Or maybe before we get to there, let us just go to the book of Psalms 110. We read it last week. Maybe we can just read only verse 4, Psalm 110, verse 4. It reads in this manner, the Lord hath sown. The Lord hath sown and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Amen. Some pronounce it the same, Melchizedek. So I prefer Melchizedek. Amen. Now, Hebrews 5 1. Hebrews 5 1. I think I'll do without a fan, Brother Malaka. God bless you. I'm more fluish this morning. Hebrews 5 from verse 1. It says, For every priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way, for that he himself also is compassed with infirmity? And by reason hereof he ought, as for the people, so also for himself, to offer for sins. No man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God and was Aaron. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today have I begotten thee. As he saith also in another place, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, and was heard in that he feared. Though he were a son, yet lent he obediency by the things which he suffered. And being made, being, made, being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Called of God and high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Shall we bow our heads? Gracious Heavenly Father, we just want to commit the reading of the word to you. And Lord, we say bless for everyone that is here, dear God. Even those that may be traveling, grant them the traveling mercy. Dear God, bless all the godly mothers that are here. Every mother that is here has got an untold story. We may know the told stories, but every mother within the pages of motherhood, there is an untold story. There are sacrifices that mothers have made that they cannot verbalize. But you, dear God, you once regarded yourself and you still regard yourself as El Shaddai. It's because you saw some motherly qualities that had the similitude of your qualities. And for that, may you undertake for the mothers 
I know a lot of times because of the strain, sometimes many of them would want to give up, but God strengthen our mothers. Brother Branham has told us many a times that once motherhood is broken, the whole nation is gone. And he came and told us that the mothers are the fifth gospel. They bring the family together. The children would not be who they are without godly mothers. And for that, dear God, may you continue to guide our mothers. Even us as a church, we are absolutely nothing without mothers. And dear God, may you continue to bless them and lead them and give them many years of health, dear God, as I commit all of them to you and the reading of the weight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. While you take your seats. Amen. Now, I just want to continue. Last Sunday, we were speaking on who is this Melchizedek. Hallelujah. And brother, I think the scripture says, consider how great this man was. Hallelujah. You've got to consider his greatness. He was without mother, without father, without any descendants. And later, the Bible calls him the priest. Amen. And later, the Bible says there is an order of Melchizedek, a priesthood. And that is what I want to speak on this morning, the order of Melchizedek, priesthood. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, if you can just come and help me with the clip so that once we take off the flight, I should not be distracted here. I can't see the pin. Amen. How many love this message? Amen. The Mormons say they are the priests after the order of Melchizedek. Uh, but they don't know who Melchizedek is. Hallelujah. Uh, Melchizedek can only be known by the subjects of Melchizedek. And there is a way that you become part of Melchizedek or part of the priesthood of Melchizedek. So we've got very interesting things that would be spoken I really, really solicit your undivided attention. And while we get into them, pray for me as well. I'm a bit fluish, but I believe God will undertake for us. Hallelujah. And so that we can just uh, get into these things. Let's be reminded there are times when we preach about the message and there are times when we preach the message. Are we together? Preaching about the message is when we say, we thank God he sent the prophet in the end time. We thank God that the messenger came in our time. We appreciate that the message has gone into every nation that is preaching about the message. But preaching the message is getting into the weight, breaking the weight. Are we together? And, 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 and that is why Brother Branham says, preaching condemns a sinner, but teaching places him positionally. 
are you with me? And sometimes don't just be thankful that God sent the message, but be thankful to know what the message contained. Hallelujah. There's a difference between shouting that God has, uh, we thank God for the seven thunders, but furthermore, we want to know what are the seven thunders. Hallelujah. Because you are not going to scare the devil with noise. Hallelujah. What will scare the devil is the life of Christ. Hallelujah. That comes through those thunders. But you've got to know the message of the thunders. Uh, you with me this morning. So we are going to look into uh, these things. Uh, I don't... I was looking at the message. Sometimes when you prepare the message, you've got a take-off, you've got a high point, you've got a conclusion. This one, I don't have those things. I say, God, you'll coordinate everything. Now, if brothers can just bring me a, a diagram, my diagram there. Amen. I know you don't see it. Don't be worried. Uh, but normally when you see fine print, you must read. Uh, because insurance people, God bless you, let me not get into trouble. Amen. There are good insurance people and there are crooked ones. Amen. Sister Ntabisinye, I think I even sent her the text the other time with my wife. She, she is one of the most ethical insurance people that I know of very honest. Amen. I'm not marketing her. It's because I've interacted and observed. Amen. There's integrity in how she conducts her affairs. Amen. But others are crooks. That's why you've got to take your time. Don't just say sign here, you sign. You must go and go through the fine print. Are we together? So that's just brought to my attention by the fine print that you see here. This depicts the Levitical priesthood. Uh, In Israel, we had tribes, but there was one tribe that was chosen to serve in the tabernacle. And these were the descendants of Levi. Are we together? And we know that Levi gave birth to uh, this man, Koheth, and from there it was Aaron. And when it came to Aaron, then Moses was born of Imram, Aaron, uh, and Miriam. Are we together? So Aaron, Moses, and Miriam were siblings that came from Imram. But we want to trace Aaron because Aaron was the one that was chosen to be a priest. Are we together? He was the high priest. So we're going just to trace it all, how it came all the way down, priest after priest, priest after priest, until later there was an abolishment of the Levitical priesthood. Are we together? And we're going to understand why Jesus does not come from the house of Levi. Jesus was not a priest. He comes from the house of Judah. Are we together? Meaning he he had no right to claim priesthood. 
but we will check how did he become a priest. Uh, we together. Because there was a, a clear distinction between a priest and a king. A king led the people, but the priest came to God. There is a difference between a prophet, a king, and a priest. The prophet takes the message from God and gives it to the people. The priest takes the message from the people, gives it back to God. And the king leads the people. That is why I think it was King Hosea, when he wanted to venture into the Holy of Holies, God struck him dead because the kings had nothing to do with the tabernacle. Are we together? But now we are going to check why Jesus is now regarded as priest and king at the same time. Now, no matter how you might have had an ambition or had the desire to be a priest, you could not become a priest unless you came from the house of Levi or the house of Aaron. Are we together? So that means the descendants, the children that came from that house, they were able to come and serve in the tabernacle. So you had the high priest, then you had the junior priest that served under the high priest. It's only the high priest that went into the Holy of Holies on the Day of Atonement. Are we together? Uh, stay, pack this thought in your mind. No one could become part of the priesthood. You had to become part of the priesthood by birth. Are we together? If you were born outside of it, you would never become part of it. But if you were born into it by birth, you became a priest. Amen. So, if I could just get the second one, brother. This, don't worry about straining your eyes. I'm not going to be so much on this. I just wanted to give you a background. Amen. This was the tabernacle that God showed Moses, which was first in heaven. And Moses saw the pattern thereof and made a replica of it on the earth. Are you with me, people? Uh, are, are you with me? I hope I'm not going to lose you. Uh, this, I believe this is your diet. Hallelujah. I believe this is the diet of the bride. Amen. So we are going to get into this thing. So God showed Moses. There are some very interesting stuff here. God showed Moses how he should. What is the picture doing here? Hallelujah. This picture needs to go. can be deleted. Just only this picture. Amen. All right. Maybe God wanted to bring a suspense. Amen. Now, geographically, you had the east side, and it's going to be very critical that you, you catch the the compass of the tabernacle. This was the east side, and this was the north side, this was the south side, this was the west side. 
my message this morning is going to revolve mainly between the East and the West. Hallelujah. And you will understand when we get somewhere why there is a focus on the East and the West. Amen. Maybe just to give you the status so that you enjoy the gospel move from the East to the West. Are uh, we together? So we are going to get into it and maybe just to uh, 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 give you another uh, appetizer. The prophet said, as long as I'm in the East, my ministry is going, not going to be successful. That's why I've got to go westward. Hallelujah. The seals were not revealed, were not given to the prophet on the East. They were given to the prophet on the West. Uh, are you with me? I uh, hope you don't sleep on me, folks. If, you, if somebody sleeps now, just nudge them and say, what is happening to your theophany? <laughs> Amen. Because theophany cannot sleep when we eat this diet. Uh, hallelujah. Yeah. So maybe even before I get there, just say to your neighbor, let's rebuke the demon of sleeping. Amen. <laughs> Mm. Amen. That's right. Now, let's leave it like that. Here's a quotation. Brother Brahm says in the message, the seven church ages, paragraph 62. He says, and there, uh, that, this is the, the seven church age where he preached, not the written form. Paragraph 62. And there, that every time after that generation, that every generation following that one, as long as that Levitical priesthood would last, I suppose that every man that was eligible to become a priest, when he was ordained a priest, he had the perfect right to receive a mouthful of the original manna. Think of it. What a privilege that the man thought they would have, when a man knew that he was coming into the priesthood, he was going to get a mouthful of the supernatural baked, supernaturally set up, supernatural food that came from God out of heaven, that had been kept supernaturally. And the prophecy, the whole ministry is supernatural. I hope you, you, you stay with me. The whole ministry is supernatural. Although we are going to use the natural just to exhibit or project the supernatural, but your focus must always be on the supernatural. How many believe that this ministry is supernatural? Hallelujah. You don't concentrate on the natural man, William Brenham, but you concentrate on the supernatural part that accompanied the natural man. Are we together? That's why when William Brenham is taken off the scene, you are not confused because you are still following the supernatural. Are you still with me? Now, Brother Brenham says, this Levitical priesthood, I want to show you how it worked, and later we'll transition to the Melchizedek ministry. The high priest, there was only one way. We have taught on these things many a times. But I just want to bring it because there are some few things that we are going to talk about, but I need to lay the foundation. 
To the tabernacle, there was only one gate, and it was on the eastern gate. Are we together? There's only one way, there was only one way to enter the tabernacle. And that means if this tabernacle is partnered after the tabernacle in heaven, it tells me that there is only one way to enter the heavenly tabernacle. Hallelujah. There's only one way to enter heaven. Are we together? The gate was on the eastern gate, and I want to say uh, that gate this morning is the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way that you can get into heaven without acknowledging Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Are we together? Uh, When we need to bring it, especially in this modern era, where modern preachers would want to find ways to spare people's hearts. Mahomet will not take you to heaven. Buddha will not take you to heaven. There is only one person that can take you to heaven. is the Lord Jesus Christ. I know Joel Austin stammered when Oprah asked him and said, Jesus Christ is the only way to go to heaven. And he was stammering. I know Billy Graham stammered when uh, uh, Lion, uh, who is this uh, uh, talk show, Larry King, asked him and said, is Jesus Christ the only way to heaven? This morning we are not stammering. Wherever this tapes goes, we say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. Hallelujah. Because there is only one way to enter the tabernacle. Are we still together? Now, when they enter to the tabernacle, Remember, what you see on the natural tabernacle mirrors what was in the heavenly tabernacle. Now, when they enter to the tabernacle, the first thing that they, got, uh, they came across, it was the altar of burnt offerings. So that means when you come through, you had to come, the priest had to come with a sacrifice and offer the sacrifice for his sins. Are you still with me? Now, when he offered the sacrifice, and similarly, we can say, you cannot approach a holy God until you accept Jesus Christ as a perfect sacrifice. Now, uh, when when, when he came across this altar, then the next thing they came to what they call the brazen lever. And when they came here, they would wash themselves to prepare themselves for 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 a service. Now, once they are done here, they would come into the holy place. In the holy place, you had the shoe bread, which was made of unleavened bread. And then you had the seven candlesticks, which represented the seven church ages. Are we together? And then you had the altar of incense. And Brother Brown says it represented the prayer of the saints. And right there, then it got, it got into the holy of holies. Are you with me? In the holy of holies, that was in the presence of Shekinah glory. In the holy of holies, it symbolized God's presence among his people. And right there, when he came here, this is where the hidden manna was. The manna outside went stale, but the manna in the third room never went stale. Are you together? Now, I, I, I know I've covered that. But already, we say, already you can see, the Levitical priesthood is the priesthood that is coming from the east, going west. 
Hallelujah. Are you with me, people? It, it came from the east going to the west. They were unworthy. Hallelujah. And they had to make a sacrifice. They had to clean themselves. And maybe I can bring it to you a level. You need to accept Jesus Christ as a sacrifice. You need to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to come and eat the unleavened bread. Are we together? That is not contaminated, which was given throughout the seven church ages, which represent the seven church ages. Uh, seven catalysts here represent the seven church ages. You had to come because now the prayers of the saints, this is representing the prayers of the saints before you can come into the presence of Shekinah's Lord. Are we together? So, you, uh, uh, when you are not baptized, you have no right to claim anything as far as God is concerned. Yeah. Are we together? If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you have no right. Hey, this is going to get interesting. Now, the Levitical priesthood, it was the priesthood that was coming from east to west. Are we together? But remember, this tabernacle, what you see here, it is what is in heaven. Now, we want to ask ourselves, if this tabernacle was in hev- is in heaven, and this one is here, and the, Le- the, the Levitical priesthood was just a priesthood that God gave as a substitute. Remember, before the Levitical priesthood, the Melchizedek priesthood was already there. Are we together? He met Abraham before uh, Levi was born. And he was regarded as a priest before Levi was born. Uh, Are you with me? Melchizedek Melchizedek met Abraham three generations before Levi was born. He met Abraham six generations before Aaron was born. Are you with me? Now, we are getting, going to get into things. I just hope I don't get excited so that I must not run ahead of myself. Now, he says, do you agree that the Levitical priesthood, you become part of it by birth? And if the shadow required you to be part of the priesthood by birth, it tells me that the reality will require birth for you to be part of that priesthood. Uh, are you with me? Now, Brother Bram says in this message, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says, now, in the ironic priesthood, or the Levitical priesthood, that priesthood was done away with. And the Urim Thummim of that time ceased. You remember the priest had something on, uh, on his breast, a breastplate. Yeah. And every time a dreamer dreamt a dream, they would bring that dream and the interpretation thereof. And if the Urim Thummim did not flicker, it means that it was not from God. Are we together? Now, He says, but that was done away. But in this new priesthood, the Bible is God's Urim Thummim. Hallelujah. There it was on the breast of the priest. But today it is in the written form. Are we together? 
so, and it says, and if a, if a revelation comes, and a prophet prophesies, and a church is established, and a doctrine is made, and doesn't flesh on the Bible, it's wrong. Do you agree with me? This is God's Urim Thummim. We must listen to the weight at all times. Then he goes further, he says, in the message, we would see Jesus, paragraph 1-5. He says, now, the Levitical priesthood ceased at the death of the Lord Jesus. Stay with me. The prophet has a way of putting weight. He says, the Levitical priesthood ceased at the death of the Lord Jesus. He doesn't say, Lord Jesus Christ. He says, Lord Jesus. And right there, on the very same statement, maybe let me read it in its entirety. Now, the Levitical priesthood sits at the death of the Lord Jesus. Now, we live in the Melchizedek priesthood, Christ. Uh, I don't know whether you're with me there. Why does he omit Christ? It's because Christ cannot die. But Jesus can die. Are we together? So he's splitting. Folks, be spiritual here. Christ is not like your say name. Hallelujah. When you say Jesus Christ, it's not like a say name. It is to acknowledge. We put, when you say Jesus, you speak of the flesh part. But when we say Christ, you are acknowledging the deity part within the flesh part. Are we together? And, and God is able to separate the deity from the humanity. That is why the humanity was born. And that's why the humanity could die. But as long as the deity was in the humanity, it could, could not die. Are we together? Amen. And now, somebody sitting there says, wait a minute. Is there a difference between Jesus and Christ? Yes, there is a difference. Are we together? Jesus was born but Christ was not born. Are we together? And I'm going to bring quotations here because when, when Melchizedek met Abraham, we said it last week, Jesus was not born, but Christ was there. And Christ, Christ is not just a, a, a feeling because the word Christ means an anointing. And it's not just a good feeling. You'll hear what Brother Brandon refers to that anointing to. In the message, The Unveiling of God, paragraph 186, he says, the anointing is a person. Are we together? So, what does it mean? If the anointing, and he says, the word Christ means an anointed one. See, the anointed one. Then, then he says, then Moses was Christ in his days. Uh, I don't know whether, do you believe that? My prophet says, Moses, because he was anointed, and the anointing is a person. That means somebody, and later I've got to understand later, when God wanted to destroy the Israelite, Moses said, no, you rather destroy me. And Brother Brennan said, it was Christ speaking through the mouth of Moses, but Jesus was not yet born. Hallelujah. I hope you're going to be with me. Now it says, then Moses was Christ in his days. He was the anointed one. Jeremiah was Christ in his days. And now, just to 
shake a little bit. No man was worth it to break the seals. They're off. But uh, Brother Branham in the message standing the gap, he says I had to go westward and to come and reveal the seals for the Lamb. But only the Lamb can break the seals. But as the man says, I came to break the seals for the Lamb. What happened? He anointed him to break the seals. And if Moses was Christ in his day, and if Jeremiah was Christ in his day, oh, let me not come in our time. Because it's difficult to accept the truth when it takes place in your attack. When I say Moses was Christ in his day, you say glory to God. But if I bring it in the end time and say, this man in the end time, he was Christ in our day. Be spiritual here. I'm not referring to a man with a bold head. Because the body is not the deity. But the deity was in the body. That's why William Branham says, I'm standing here. My subject this morning is the unveiling of God. He said, I'm here to unveil God. And we ask, what was the covering of God? Because when you unveil, there's got to be a covering. And William Branham knew that I'm standing as a covering. But the covering must be ripped apart. So that the people can see beyond the covering. And beyond the covering, it was none other than Christ. But the covering was the prophet of the hour. Don't worship the covering. But yet you cannot worship him without accepting the covering. Hallelujah. Mother, you are receiving Mother's Day present. No matter how much you dislike the raping, you will never accept the gift. Until you accepted the raping. But once you got to the raping, you put the raping apart. Then you embraced the gift. William Meron Branham was the rapper in the end time. He rapped the almighty God. But the bride of Jesus Christ broke the sins apart. And what came out? The anointing of Christ. Are you with me, people? Are we still together? Now, Brother Brennan says, in the message, we would see Jesus. This is preached on the 22nd of April, 1959. Paragraph 39. He says, we have had a day that we have gone across the world. We have had great churches, great revivals, organized, built churches, built places, God never did command that. Never did he say to that, see, the commission was preached the gospel, manifested the power of his resurrection. But now, it's come over this dark day. Now, the civilization has come from the east, traveling westward. But because, and it says, now, just a few hundred years Yet out here, this way, Brother Brown was standing, a few miles would be the ocean. The east and west is meeting again. The western people is their time. The Holy Spirit is here. Folks, (laughs) stay with me. This man says, I'm standing here. The gospel has moved from the east to the west. 
And right behind me, few miles from where I am, it is the ocean. That means there is no land beyond. This, it has reached a place where it is the west. It cannot go further. Was William Branham standing here? Was William Branham standing here? And it says the gospel came away from the east. And it came through. And it came where I am. But where I am, it cannot go further. Because we are right in the presence of the Shekinah glory. Are you here, people? Are you still with me? I hope I'm not losing you. Now, he's standing in the West, and we want to follow this. He says in this message, so that I in prison, paragraph 71, he says, all the people that have known me all these years knows I've always wanted to go West. If you go West, if you say you want to go West, where will you be coming from? Okay. Hallelujah. You know, it is. It's always been something about the West. Because an astronomer told me one time that same thing that I should go West. The stars, when they cross their cycles and so forth, I was born under that sign. I would never be a success in the east. I would have to go west. Hallelujah. I would go, I would have to go west. And last year, this was in 1963 when he spoke this. Now he says last year, which was 1962, I took off west to fulfill what a life's desire has been. Brother Bremer says, as long as I'm in the east, I will never be a success. I had to go westward. Are you still going to stay with him? Amen. In the seventh seal book, paragraph 404, he says, Now the threat came from the west. And I went to say, What is the threat that came from the west? And Brother Brim says, the third came from the West. Are you still with me, people? First pool, second pool, third pool. The third came from the West. Hallelujah. Sweeping forward, forward with great terrific speed, they picked me up that was coming back east with a mystery they picked me up, and now it was going back east. That was coming back the east with the mystery of the seventh seal, just like it said in Junior Jackson's dream, that the, Lord, that the Lord let me interpret for him on the inside of the pyramid, there was a white stone that wasn't written. That's the reason I had to go west to connect with this angel's message to come back to reveal it to the church. So that means for Brother Branham to reveal the seals, he had to move westward. And when he got the revelation of the seals, then he moved back eastward 
to go and reveal it to the church. The gospel comes from the east, it is going west. But once it reaches west, the same gospel is going back east. Are we together? Now, the Levi, the priest, high priest, he came through on the day of atonement. He offered the sacrifice here. He washed himself here. He came into the second room. Then he went into the third room to make an intercession for the people. But his coming into the tabernacle was just a shadow. Because it was temporary, the Levitical priesthood is time-bound. That was why it was abolished. But however, there is another priesthood after the order of Melchizedek. That one is not time-bound, it is eternal. So I want to know the high priest under the order of Melchizedek, from which direction did he come from? Because the Levitical priesthood came from the east. But I'm glad that Brother Branham say the third came from the West. Yeah. Hallelujah. The eternal one came from the West. And what is happening? That means heavenly, the high priest, if he was to come down, he, he advanced from the Holy of Holies. Because he couldn't come through this gate. Hallelujah. He did not need a sacrifice because he had no sin. Yeah. Hallelujah. The earthly one came from the east, but the heavenly one came from the west. Follow me here. When it came from the west, then it moved towards the east. Hallelujah. The same deity came down through the seven church ages. The same deity was now veiled. In a, it was in a bread form that was unleavened. The same one that came from the corridors of eternity at River Jordan. Hallelujah. At River Jordan, he met John the Baptist. And he washed the sacrifice here. And the sacrifice was burnt here. The Levite came from this direction, but the Melchizedek ministry came from this side. The seals were not revealed in the east. The seals were revealed in the west. That's why the prophet said, I had to go east, west, to connect with the angel's message. I want you to stay awake. The wise men, where did they come from? And where were they going to? And where was the Messiah? Hallelujah. Where is the Holy of Holies? Where were the seals open? Where was Brother Brenham, the angel that he had to connect with? Where is the third pool? Where is the third room geographically? Where was it placed? Where is the life? Hallelujah. Are you with me, people? Amen. Now, now. Remember, the high priest had priest that served under him that were helping him. When you are a high priest, you've got junior priest that serve under you. Now, Melchizedek, he's a high priest, but he's got priests that are serving under him. And I want to locate where, where are those priests? First Peter chapter 2.
chapter 2, verse 9. If you found it, you can say amen. 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 There it is. Shall we read it together after me? But ye are chosen generation. Folks, we are a chosen generation. Hallelujah. A royal priesthood. Levitical priesthood could not claim that we are the royal priesthood. It was a priesthood without royalty. But the people that are coming, and it doesn't say them. It says, ye are, Peter was referring to us. He says, ye are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Let's read it together. But ye are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. That ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Leave it as it is. The house of Judah was the house of royalty. The house of Aaron was the house of priesthood. Now, when you were born in the house of, of, of Aaron, you became a priest. But you could, no matter how much you wanted to be a king, you could not become a prince. And if you were born in the house of Judah, no matter how much you wanted to be a priest, you could not be a priest. You had to be that by birth. Now, these lines were running parallel, generations to generation. But later we learned that when you trace these generational lines along priesthood and along royalty, these lines, they come to a man called Salmon. And in a man called Salmon, these two lines, they converge. And Salmon happens to be the father of Boaz. Hallelujah. And if these two lines converge in, 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 in Salmon, that means Boaz, by birth, he was a priest. That means Boaz, by birth, he was a prince. That means Boaz was a royal priesthood. Now, Boaz, Brother Brahma say, he represented Jesus. Are you here, people? Jesus, the flesh. When you track him down, he came, he's a dissident from the house of Judah. Are you still with me? When you trace Jesus, the flesh. But when you trace Christ, he's the high priest. So Christ and Jesus, it means the priest and the the kingdom met together. And that means anyone that is born of Christ, they become priest and a king. And Peter picks it up in New Testament. He says, but ye are a chosen generation. Because for you to be a priest, you must be hand-picked. A royal priesthood, you will become that by birth. No wonder he says to Nicodemus, he must be born again. Because you can only become that by birth. A holy nation, a peculiar people, that he should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness. Are we together? Remove it there. Furthermore, furthermore, now you would understand 
why when Sodom and Gomorrah was about to be destroyed, Abraham kept on saying, but what if you find 100? What if you find 90? What if you find 80? What was happening? The man was making an intercession. Hallelujah. Because the nation of the priest is to come into the presence of God and plead on behalf of the people. And if that was the case for Abraham, every Abrahamic seed has got a right in the end time to claim exactly the same. How do I know? He preaches the message, souls that are in prison. He asks Brother Neville to pray. In the middle of Brother Neville's prayer, Brother Brenham, it sounds like he's rude. Because while Brother Neville is praying, Brother Brenham right there, he interjected the prayer of Brother Neville. He says, oh God, forbid that mess is over. I still have Becky. I still have Sarah. They are not yet in. God forbid that mess is over. What was Brother Brenham pleading there? Now, Brother Brenham is not a, a priest according to the Levitical priesthood. But under the oil of Melchizedek, he is now saving. Oh my. In the church, a couple is busy kissing there. And the voice comes and says, Say one word, they will die. Under the Levitical priesthood, people died. But under the Melchizedek ministry, we don't declare death upon the people. We declare life upon the people. Hallelujah. And it says, I forgive them. Sister Hetty, what do you want? I need the salvation of my two boys. If it was the Levitical priesthood, we'll make a sacrifice. But it will never take away the desire to sin. But under the Melchizedek ministry, I give them the eternal life. The desire to sin is no longer there. Under the Levitical priesthood, we went into the most holy place once a year to plead for the people. It was sacrifice after sacrifice. But under the Melchizedek ministry, he went once and that settled the whole matter. Under the Levitical priesthood, you carried a sacrifice, took it to the temple, and it was sacrificed, and you went away, still had the desire to sin. But under the Melchizedek ministry, it's because he, he, the king of glory, comes and indwells you. Hallelujah. Brother, and when it says the Western people, don't think about America and what it means in political circles. It just means it's our time as Gentiles. Hallelujah. The gospel has come to reach us in the West. Hallelujah. And, and when it reaches us, in the, it cannot go further. That's why Brother Branham, when he was here, he said this same message that I'm preaching here will be preached back in the land of Israel because it moved from the East to the West. It must go back eastward. Hallelujah. But make sure that it originates from the East. Amen. I hope you are with me. Now, Brother Branham says, I said a statement that may stumble you, but let me put a quote. Brother Branham in the message, the Messiah, paragraph 22, he says, then when God was made flesh and became the Messiah, then if we can yield ourselves to be the anointed like he was, we become the Messiahs. 
he's the Messiah, we become the Messiahs. And if the Messiah pleaded for the sin of his people, this morning you can apply a token for your family. If your faith was good enough to save you, it's good enough to save your household. But remember, you are a priest. Hallelujah. Not just a priest, a priest only. And, and look, look at this. A king could make a decree. And a decree of a king could not be disputed. Are we together? Then you had the priest who just came and took the issues of the people to God. Now, you, that means you are a priest. A priest could not make a decree. But a king could make a decree. So you, now you are a priest that can intercede on behalf of the people. But furthermore, you are a priest that can make a decree. And your decree cannot be disputed because you are a king. Now it comes the fulfillment. If you say to this mountain, be moved. Now you, now being a king, you make a decree. Hallelujah. Now, when God was made flesh and became the Messiah, then if we can yield ourselves to be the anointed like he was, we become the Messiah's little lights. That's what the church is supposed to be, lights, little anointed ones. That's God's church. His standing, he, his standing light is the light of Messiah. Risen Christ in his people, the anointed ones crying forth. His light into all the church ages. Sometimes it almost goes completely out. Then it comes back again. God's anointed one. God's messianic church. If messiah means the anointed one and means king, then if the church is anointed by the messiah spirit, they become a lesser but still a messiah. Hallelujah. Let's put it this way. Do you agree with that? Why, why as in the message we seem to believe that the message is the best. Is it because we just want to develop a superiority complex and undermine our fellow brethren in the denominations? Why do we think the message is the best thing that God has ever given in this generation? Why do we believe that without the message, you cannot go to heaven. Oh yes, I heard myself correctly. Without the message, you cannot go to heaven. Actually, without a message, you are a foolish vision. Hallelujah. A vision means you are chaste. It means you are untouched. It means you are unclean. But yet you are foolish because you don't have the anointing. Now, if you've got foolish visions and you've got wise visions, and the only difference is because one had an anointing and the other did not have an anointing, my question would be, where do we get the anointing from? How do we get the anointing? Are you with me, people? And without the anointing, as long as you don't find anointing, you are a foolish vision. Yes, you don't, come, you don't run around with boys or with girls or with men. Men are running around with men these days. Are we together? 
however way you are chased. But if you are without the anointing, then it means you are a foolish vision. How do we get the anointing in our time? And anointing is not something that we come into church and say, brother, there was full anointing. People were jumping. That's not an anointing. That is just the emotions. Anointing goes higher than emotions. Jumping up and down, it doesn't mean you have an anointing. Which doctors can jump higher than you can jump? Then that means, well, then what is the anointing? Brother Branham in Christ is the mystery of God. He comes and says, the anointing is the person. And after you say, I'm jumping and down, the service was anointing. We want to know, was the person there? Because the anointing is the person. And who is that person? The one that came at River Jordan. The one that made the body to be the Messiah is the one that we are looking for. But in the end time, the only group of people that can say, or the only man among all preachers who can say, you know what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the angel of the Lord. And after a couple of minutes, he says, he's here. No other group can claim that. Are we together? And he begins to say, the angel of the Lord is over that sister. Sister, you're not here from yourself. And he says, now the whole angel of the Lord is over there. He's telling the people the secrets of their heart. And I'm saying, how can the church get that anointing? Brother Brenham comes. He says, in the message, it is the rising of the sun. He says, Christ revealed those seals. He says, the opening of the seal, it was Christ. He says, Christ revealed to those seals. And he says, those seals is Christ. So that means you cannot get the anointing outside the breaking of the seals. And you cannot get the breaking of the seals outside Elijah. And you cannot get Elijah outside accepting Malachi 4. Are we together? The only thing that unlocks the anointing of Christ in the end time is this message. Hello, young people. It's this message. Denominations that can have great setup, but it cannot unlock the anointing of the hour. The anointing of the hour is unlocked by this message. Why? Brother Branham comes in the message, the unveiling of God. He says, that same pillar of fire that led the Israelites out of Egypt, the same pillar of fire that Paul met on his way to Damascus, he says, I veiled that pillar of fire. Are you here, church? And it means if the prophet veiled it, that same pillar of fire, it must be somewhere. There is a certain group of people that can say, all these years, we have availed that pillar of fire. Are you still with me, people? Amen. Out of interest, Brother Brenham, was here. The first time when he ran towards the west, is when he was running from God. He went and got a job miles and miles away in the West. While he was here, he got the news that his brother Edward had passed away. Then he had to make a way back to the East. But while he was here, he always knew, I would never be successful as long as I'm in the East. Are we together? And that's why later he said, then I had to go westward to connect with the angel's message. Folks, this message... It's not encyclopedia. 
You cannot put a person down and say, this is what it means. This no, 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 no. It's an angelic affair. When you've got to connect with your angel. And Brother Branham, when he went to Westward, he says in that message, he says, they came. He said the third came from the West, and it lifted me up, and I became part of that constellation. And he says, when I was in that constellation, that's what formed the cloud in a form of a pyramid. Are we together? And he says, when I was there, uh, the angel on my right, he meant more to me than the rest of them. And it says he was the most notable one. Meaning he was the most prominent one to me on the right hand side. Are we together? And later it says that angel was the angel of the seven seas. Stay with me here. And I'm asking today, who is that angel? That brother say was the most notable one. And if he says, this angel is the angel of the seventh seal. Remember how the seals were broken. It's not the first seal, second seal. It's the seventh seal that broke the other seals. So that means this angel had a way of breaking all the mysteries to the prophet. And I'm saying, who is that angel? Now an angel came to John and said, John, come up hither. I must show you things that shortly must come to pass. And he begins to show him the seven church ages. He begins to show him the breaking of the seal. He shows him the judgment. He saw him the new city. And at the end of the chapter, John says, I was about to kneel down and worship the angel. The angel says, John, don't worship me. I am just a fellow servant as one of the prophets. Who is that angel in the end time? Brother Bram comes to preach the message, the future hope. He says to the church, this week I have measured the new city. Brother Bram, where did you get the measurement? Where did you get the measurement? Hallelujah. And he comes and says, John represented the bride. And if John represented the bride, who was that angel that was showing John the seven church ages? The seventh seal, the new city, in the end time, here is the bride. Who is your angel? Who told you to come up here above the denominations? And you saw the opening of the seal. You saw the seventh church. He told you who the first messenger was. Who is this notable one? Hallelujah. What was happening? The theophany. Of Brother Brenham was not born in 1909. Before 1909, that theophany was already there. <laughs> Folks, stay with me here. You need to understand why some people will not grasp this message. It's not because we are being funny. On the ascension day, they ascended. And brother, the Bible says, all oh, the Old Testament saints ascended with him. What did they form? And says in the same manner that he's ascending, he will come in the same manner. In 1963, he came down. People saw the cloud, but it was not a cloud. Brother say every believer was represented there. That was the theophany of all believers. And I'm saying today, I was there when he came down. I had to go westward as the prophet went westward. I had to connect with the angel's message. For you to meet this Melchizedek, get into the third room. 
you've got to understand and appreciate the difficulty that we have. How do I explain? How does another woman explain to another woman that she's pregnant and she doesn't know a man? Just imagine the conversations. You know, Elizabeth, ah, you know, when I'm here, I'm sure you know I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, wow. Who's the father? No, really, there isn't a father. The Holy Ghost spoke to me, and Angel Gabriel spoke to me and said, what I will conceive will be of the Holy Ghost. Okay. And he says, his name shall be called Jesus. He shall save his people from their sins. If you are Elizabeth right there in this conversation, you are thinking of a psychiatric ward. No, no. But when an angelic ministry is part of the whole thing, Elizabeth looks through the window and sees Mary coming and knew that the same angel that went to Mary's house is the same angel that came here. And before Mary could explain quotation the scripture, Elizabeth comes out, storms out, and say, Elizabeth, Mary, the mother of my Lord. And they hug each other and say, wonderful. How did Elizabeth know? Brother, she had to connect with the angel's message. Today there are things that I will say you will never understand. But when you connect with your angel's message, you'll say, glory be to God. Yes. Hallelujah. Because the whole picture becomes clearer. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And Brother Branham comes, he says, life comes from the third room. Yes. Are you still with me, people? Yes. This one I've already mentioned. The wise men came from the east going west because he was born on the western side. They brought gifts and so forth. Furthermore, this is the body, this is the spirit, this is the soul. The one that came from the third deals with the soul. And that is why I've got no problem. We've got to pray for the sick. I've got no problem. We can dance in the spirit. But that is not the main emphasis. Because why? I've said it in this church. The higher they get, how many drivers are here? The higher they get, the higher? The higher the speech. I hope you have not bought your driver's license. <laughs> the higher the speed, people are not confident. <laughs> Brothers, if you get into your car and you drive 10 kilometers per hour, what gear are you going to be on? Okay, one and two, depending on how rough you are. Then 20 kilometers per hour, 40 kilometers per hour, 60 kilometers per hour, 100 kilometers per hour, the higher the gear, the higher the speed. Now tell me, if you are on gear number 100 and you are on gear 5, 
What happens when you change to gear number three on the highway? And what are the consequences? What could what damage can happen? Gearbox. First pull, speed. Second pull, speed. Third pull, Brahman says, we are now in the astronaut age. That means we are now at a fast speed. So what gear must we be if we are astronauts? The highest gear that is available. (laughs) Brother Brennan says, Brother Brennan says, it's fine to lay hands on the sea. But he says, the centurion say, if you can speak the word. Brother Brennan said, the church must be at that higher level now. Hallelujah. And a lot of ministries are beginning to be like damaged gearbox. We are now at this highest point, but a person wants to do a change down to gear number two. What happens? The gearbox ministry gets damaged. We are not at a season where we need to be told, your name is Mutimuni. The devil knows that. Oh, you, you stay in Siabusa. Oh, surely the devil fights me in Siabusa. He knows where I stay. But I'm interested in the eternal part. The Levitical ministry was interested in the human activity, but the Melchizedek ministry, he says, before God became God. Eternal part. I'm going to stop here. God bless you, Rishi. Did you enjoy is this our diet? Yeah. Am I greeting the royal priests? Yeah. People that can make intercession and say, God, just one more. There's still my child out there and you make an intercession. Amen. I don't know, Brasbu. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Our eyes closed, our heads above.
Mariam, Jehovah is your name, great in battle, and thereafter we are just going to wrap up in prayer, Brother Chichi, if you come to the fore, and just lead us in prayer.
Sometimes we may not even understand, amen, but the orphanage are clashing, amen. We just want to just say, Lord, we, we hear your, your call, amen. We have heard even the story about Salmon, amen, how, how it had crossed this morning, amen. We, we, we believe, amen, that Salmon was even married, amen, to... Amen. An ill-famed woman, so-called. Amen. Yes. But we are the children of God this morning. Amen. And we know when that marriage took place. Amen. Joshua, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Could look around and, and say, there's a marriage this morning. Amen. And then Joshua could stand up and say, is there any witnesses? Amen. Is there anything that somebody could say against this marriage this morning? Amen. With Rahab, amen. And Solomon, captain of Joshua, amen. Mm. And Joshua looked around, amen. And he said, I killed every one of them, amen. There was no witnesses, amen. And that's what the condition of this bride is this morning. That the children of God could be sinless, amen. Spotless, amen justified that they have never done it in the first place amen predestinated seeds of god just connecting with theophany king theophany this morning mm. amen and if he could be in our midst and reveal these things to us how could he not amen come and answer our prayer if there's a need amen mm. if there's a need for a family member this morning amen if there's a need for financial for material things amen yes. he said if my word if king theophany amen if this revelation amen if this message in a person abides in me amen in you he said ask what you want amen you shall receive it. Amen. He said, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed and enter into the sea. Amen. It shall take place. Amen. And what more? Amen. Can we say like the prophet? Amen. Standing in a gap. Amen. Said, receive your sons. Amen. Church of God, we could never pray. We never knew how to pray. Amen. We never even knew what to ask for. Amen. But the Holy Ghost within us, amen, is crying out, making intercession, amen, wanting the right thing, wanting the salvation of our children, amen, wanting, amen, the conviction of our husbands and of our wives, amen, wanting the presence of God, the Holy Ghost, the pillow of fire that was released, that was bound, amen, for seven church ages, amen, with the traditions and the ideas and the creed of man, amen. Revealed this morning, and when it was revealed, and anointing the person, amen, beyond emotions and sensations, amen, could come right down into our hearts, could come right down into our homes, yes. amen, could come down right into our situations and change us, amen, and make us, amen, candidates for the rapture, amen, knowing that the hour is so late, church of God. And we just want to believe and call upon him. Heavenly Father, dear God, there's a breaking of the seals this morning, Father. There's a breaking, Father, of the need of our hearts, Father. There's a breaking of the sins, Lord. The seals that was wrapped and, and upon our lives, Father. And Lord Jesus, 
our soul, Father, the nature of our spirit, Father, is of plain view this morning, dear God. There's nothing that we can hide from you, Father. If we are sinners this morning, Lord, if there's sinners this morning, Father, that's dwelling and doubling with sin, Father, their sins are exposed this morning, Father. Dear Lord Jesus, there's a need in the house of God, Father. There's a priesthood. There's a kingship, Father. Mm. Crying out, dear Lord Jesus, and a decree, Father, that, Lord, there's a need of the Holy Ghost, Father. There's a need of God in this house, Father. There's a need of salvation, Father. There's a need of healing, Father, in the house of God, in the house of prayer this morning, Father. We have come, dear Lord Jesus, And thou hast seen us through thus far, dear God. I pray, dear Lord Jesus, your hand be upon each and every soul, each and every brother, each and every sister, Father, each and every child this morning. Father, we pray, dear God. Remember, even your prophet had said, dear Lord, when, Lord, under under that priesthood, Father, under that kingship, Father, Lord, somebody couldn't even make it for the meetings, dear God, because the the car was stolen, Father. And the Holy Ghost, Lord, within that prophet made a prayer, a very distinctive prayer. And he said, I set the Holy Ghost to track that, Lord, that need, Father. And that's what we do, Father. We set the Holy Ghost. We apply the token upon our situations, Father, yes, this yes, morning Lord. under the anointing and as a vindication, Father God. May, Lord, many come with testimonies. May each Let one of them come with testimonies, Father, Father, that God has spoken, that I receive the word of God and I receive my blessing, Father. Your word would never fail, Father. Heaven and earth will pass away. Our jobs will pass away, Father. Our cars, Lord, will come to a standstill, Father. Lord, wives, husbands, they'll fail, Father. But your word this morning, dear God, would never fail, Father. We're taking you upon your word, Father. And each and every one of us, Father, we're claiming the promise. Father, we're claiming our needs, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. With thanksgiving in our hearts, dear God, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I'm pressing on higher ground. And then, Brother we can come back here and close the service. Amen. God bless you richly. Have a blessed week. Amen. God bless you, sir. Amen.